Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through 1 Corinthians. Today is episode 415. We're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. Let's read our passage. Now about food sacrificed to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone thinks he knows anything, he does not yet know it as he ought to know it. If anyone loves God, he is known by him. Well, this is Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth. He is writing this letter of correction to the church that he founded five years earlier on his second missionary journey. Paul is in Ephesus on his third missionary journey. He has received a letter from the church in Corinth. He has people from Corinth there with him in Ephesus. And he's received a report from somebody in Ephesus who has people from their household that have been down there and have brought some alarming news to him. So he's dealing with a lot of problems in Corinth, a lot of problems in their thinking and their attitudes. And he's starting a new section now. He, he began in chapter 7 dealing with things they had asked him. Apparently they had sent him a letter with some questions and probably not just innocent questions of, well, could you tell us this? Could you tell us that? From the sounds of it, argumentative of, hey, you said this when you were here. We don't believe you. Now, things along that nature, challenging his authority, challenging his teaching, challenging some of his positions. It seems there had been another letter that Paul had sent earlier, and they were probably refuting some of the things that he had sent in that letter. So when he talked about marriage through chapter 7, it was in response to their question. They said, now, now let me tell you about marriage. So now in chapter 8 through the first verse in chapter 11, he's talking about food sacrificed to idols. And so he begins here in chapter 8, verse 1. Now about food sacrificed to idols. That's a simple enough introduction. Okay, you guys asked me about this or maybe even challenged me about this, so I'm responding to what you said in your letter. You want to talk about food sacrificed to idols. Now, the curious thing here is he doesn't actually start talking about food sacrificed to idols until verse 4. We'll get to that next time. So here in verses 1 through 3, he's talking more the foundational way of approaching things. So before we can talk details, he needs to talk even how we, how we go about thinking about things like this. So about food sacrifice idols, well, first let's talk about knowledge versus love. And he says, we know that we all have knowledge. This Bible translation, the Christian Standard Bible, puts that in quotes. There were no quotes in the original Greek, but this seems to be Quoting them. Remember, we all of chapter 7 dealt with that quote from them about it's better for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman. So the foundation for this aspect, he's responding to what they wrote to him. But one of the things either they wrote in their letter or he's heard about them is this idea that we all have knowledge. Now, Paul's got to deal with this because it's not wrong to have knowledge, but that cannot be the primary thing. And, and so their, their emphasis is wrong. Their emphasis is on knowledge. 
And Paul's argument is their emphasis should be love. And notice the way this is worded here. It's not we know, but we have knowledge. There's some buzzwords that are scattered throughout the letter that are problems. They're buzzwords in Corinth, obviously. One is logos. That's the Greek word for speech, literally just for word. But it's also used for speech or rhetoric. And that seems to be a problem, something that they're very puffed up about is logos. Another is sophia, which means wisdom. And they're very puffed up about their wisdom. And this other buzzword now is gnosis, which is the Greek word for knowledge. And they're very puffed up about knowledge. It'll be interesting to see how some of these play out when he talks about spiritual gifts later on. So their primary argument for going forward is knowledge. We know stuff. And that makes us special because we have this special knowledge. We have more no more than other people. And because of that, I guess the regular rules don't apply to us, but we know things. So Paul's talking now about knowledge versus love. So he says, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. So what's the result of each of these two things, knowledge and love? Well, it's easy to get puffed up when you think you're the smartest person around and think you know better than everyone else. And it's all about me. When I think I'm the smartest person, it's very easy to get puffed up and think very highly of myself. And I know more than everybody else. And it's a, well, it puffs up. It's about me. Love builds up. Because if love is my primary goal, my primary emphasis, my primary mode, I'm thinking about others. Others are more important. With knowledge, I am more important because I know more. With love, others are more important because I care about them. Now, verse 2, he says, If anyone thinks he knows anything, he does not yet know it as he ought to know it. Well, we actually see this a lot in real life. What he's basically saying here, if you think you know, if you think you've arrived when it comes to knowledge, you're so far off, you don't know. Because you don't know what you don't know. And something I've discovered just in things in general, the more I know about something, the more I realize how more I need to know, the more I understand how little I actually know. Somebody thinks they're an expert in a field because they've studied it a little bit and they know a whole lot more than they used to, they really haven't studied enough to know how much they still don't know. Part of the whole puffed up part is knowledge puffs up because you think you know more. Often you think you know more than you really do. So if you think you've arrived when it comes to knowledge, well, you're, you're mistaken. You really don't have that aspect of knowledge. Then in verse 3, he says, But if anyone loves God, he is known by him. That's kind of scary. I think knowledge is the answer. And this is um, well, it's an issue in the church. So often we, we think of the idea of discipleship as gaining knowledge. I just want to know more. 
then I will be closer to God. Well, knowing more is a good thing, but it's better to love. If I want God to know me, that comes through loving God, not knowing things. Now, knowledge is important. We, we should try to know things and delve to learn things and know more things and know that we, we never arrive when it comes to knowledge. So we should always be learning and gaining knowledge, knowing more. But it's secondary to love. We can know a lot about God without actually knowing God. And that's a big difference. Knowing God comes out of loving God. Now, it's important to know things about God, but it's more important to know God in a relational aspect. So, before Paul's going to talk about food sacrifice to idols, first we got to get our foundational issues correct. Their issue is, hey, we know stuff. And his response is, but you're not acting in a loving way. And so, some smart people have uh, gleaned from Paul's letter some of the issues that were probably in their letter to Paul. It seems that they're saying that they have all knowledge when it comes to idols. Because remember, the issue here is food sacrifice to idols. So what seems to be going on is they're going to the pagan temples and participating in these celebratory feasts. And it's what they used to do before they were Christians. They didn't have restaurants back then, so you go with your friends and hang out at the pagan temple and participate in the worship service and have food. That's that's what you do. And it seems like many of them, maybe most of them, are still doing that. And their four parts, their challenge, or their four parts that come from their letter to him is one, they know about idols. And they're Christians now. They know that idols don't mean anything. Idols are worthless. And they're just going to the temple and hanging out with friends and eating food. They're not participating in worship. So what's the big deal? Secondly, they know about food. And they know God's indifferent to food. So it doesn't matter what they eat. It doesn't matter where they eat. So if we're going to the pagan temple and hanging out and partaking in the feast, big deal. What's the problem? And it's something that seems like, ooze out of this is they seem to have some kind of a magical view about baptism and the Lord's Supper. And if we've been baptized and we participate in the Lord's Supper, we're now inoculated against these pagan influences. And so we're not going to fall. We're not going to get in trouble because we have this magical effect of the baptism and the Lord's Supper. And then fourthly, they're uh, they a real question about Paul's apostolic authority. How dare him tell them they can't go to the, the pagan idols and participate in these feasts? Who, who gave him that authority? These are the issues Paul's going to deal with over the next three chapters. All of chapter 8, all of chapter 9, all of chapter 10, aiming into the first verse of chapter 11. This idea of going to the pagan idols, participating in these feasts, eating food that's been sacrificed to idols, and how they're then interacting with the community around them and others in the church. So there's a lot going on here. It's a, a big topic, and we'll take our time going through it. But the initial leading into this is, 
be careful being puffed up with knowledge because that's what knowledge does. It puffs up, particularly if you're not infused with a healthy dose of love because love builds up. Love is about others. Knowledge is about me. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 1 Corinthians.